Trevor Kelsey, I feel at home again. Our associate DJ Yates, his sister, the seed was planted nine months ago, and today there's a new arrival. <laughs> so we have a we have a, a rare visit from uh, Mr. Mr. Bacon in the booth today. How are you doing, buddy? I was not the father. I just wanted to. <laughs> well, I don't think anybody's going to debate that. Have you seen that lady? She's a she's an attractive young lady. So uh, we uh, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to welcome you into the uh, big, the big nasty show here on fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz. Man, how can you be in a bad mood today? It's a beautiful day outside. The weather is is splendid. It's supposed to get up to like sixty five today and seventy I think tomorrow if I'm not mistaken. Which leads me into another uh, quick. I don't know, uh, Trevor, if you've heard this or not, but we've got this special going on. This golf package. I've heard and ordered my own already. Well, that's I've already got two of them, but uh, let me tell the folks that haven't got them yet or had the opportunity to get them yet. Um, we have we have uh, six courses, six courses for one hundred and twenty five dollars. That includes a golf cart. It's uh, it's brought to you by Play It Again Sports. These are the courses: you have Heritage Hill, Glen Mary, Woodhaven, Jeff Elks Lodge and Country Club, and Glen Oaks. Also, polo fields thrown in there. So. I, uh, this is a this is an offer that's can't miss, man. I don't know if, if you haven't had them. You just click on fourteen fifty thesportsbuzzcom dot com and look to the right. There's an area there where you can purchase the golf cart and uh, that'll take care of the golf card and that'll take care of you there. You can also go to forty one thirty eight outer loop. That's played against sports. Where it's who's bringing it to you, and you get ten dollars off every fifty dollar purchase. So if I'm doing my adding right, I, you can't you know a hundred dollars. I think will get you t- uh, twenty. So. Uh, I've got a I got a friend sitting in with me today. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun here. I've got Miss Finch in the uh, studio with me today. How are you doing, Miss Finch? You got it. Uh, Miss Finch is a, a handicapping horse racing horse in general guru enthusiast. So uh, we have we're gonna talk a little horse racing. We're gonna talk a little this. We're gonna talk a little bit of that. But uh, I wanted to welcome uh, Miss Finch into the into the into the. The hot seat here. We got we got Trevor on the on the uh, the engineering here, and we're gonna we're gonna roll through it on your beautiful Friday. It's almost over, and we've got a huge weekend. We've got a huge weekend shaping up here. So, let me uh, allow me, if you would, to to tell you what we're gonna talk about today. Uh, we've got we've got college basketball. In case you haven't heard, there's there's some teams in the area that are doing some things. Have you heard anything about that? Uh, just a little bit. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of talk in the, there's talk in national championships all over this red country today is uh, beware or wear red day as they said the mayor is posted and everybody's supposed to be in red. You're not in red today. That could be because I'm not a cards fan. <laughs> oh, careful now. There's a lot of people on this station that would be upset with you on that one because you know what. I'm not either, <laughs> but we do have a lot of associates here at the at 1450 the Sports Buzz. Uh, let me remind everybody before I get the rest of what we're going to talk about today. If they want to call us, how do they get a hold of us there, Miss Finch? Oxmore Ford Lincoln Buzz Line three eight four. 1450. That's right. Just give us a call and we can chat with you about all these things we're about ready to talk about. We've got college basketball we've got to get to for sure. Uh, there's pine tar in the air. Smell pine tar. they got Major League Baseball's underway. we got Red's talk. Red, had a, Red started the things off good. We'll talk about that. We've got both college basketballs, both men and women, to talk about. We've got they're golfing. We're not way, far away from the Masters. There's um, there's a pretty big horse racing establishment that's opening up as we speak. In fact, the first post just went final. I'm sure. 
we'll find out that we'll find that out live as to see who won that first race. So um, we've got we're going to talk about Atlanta. We've got uh, the kids are going to some of the radio stations going to be down in Atlanta, and we'll tell you where they're going to be here this week. We've got. I've got some national news to talk about. There's always crazy stuff going on in national news. We've got a few thoughts. The uh, we've got the wrap up of the 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 Texas so we, the Texas uh, Open is underway. I'm sorry, and we've got the leaderboard for that. We've got some, a moment with God, Major League Baseball. Uh, what else are we talking about today? Somebody retired a jersey this week. We're going to get to that. We got some riding dirty, which is really interesting riding dirty. We got some oh, there's all sorts of stuff. We got the Wood Memorial today. We've got. Santa Anita Derby today. Which one of these is your favorite? Would you prefer the, to be, if you could be the Wood Memorial or out in Santa Anita? Uh, I love the weather out at Santa Anita, but okay. would much prefer to be at the Wood. The Wood's much better. I think the Wood shapes up to be a better race. So we're going to talk about that a little later as well. Uh, there's Keeneland is opening up. There's a, the Ashland. We're going to talk about that today. Uh, what else are we talking about? We've got Wise Dan coming back. Wise Dan's going to resurface. Uh, I've saw Wise Dan run, run a few times, and uh, he's... He's a powerhouse, and what we've got a little Syracuse talk. We uh, I found out that my my guest today is uh, Miss Finch is actually an Orange fan, so uh, that's certainly a persuasive part of this equation. Uh, so we'll see, and as you'll see later, I'm pr- making some predictions on the championship game for both the men and the women. So we have our picks and our predictions for that. We got Fab Five talk in Michigan land, which nobody wants to hear in this camp. <laughs> so, and uh, I think that's, we, I mean, that's going to keep us busy, isn't it? We got baseball, we got golf, we got, it's all, it's all on today. So, so where do we want to start? We're going to go right back up to the top here and we're going to get started. We're going to talk college basketball. We've got, we've got a huge weekend in college basketball. As some of you don't, might know, our, our associate Trevor Bacon here is going to get off the, get off after his show the afternoon drive with Perrin Johnson here from the three to five hour and they're gonna he's gonna get in the car and and take that delicious self down to the game himself got uh, probably bad seats right <laughs> I'll, I'll be up near the end of the wall of the dome I'm sure <laughs> kind of like our pacers seats hey I remember that day buddy that was exactly. <laughs> that was that was shortly before I lost you for a moment <laughs> anyway but he's back and stronger than ever um again we have our we have we want to send our thoughts out to the to the yates family they're, they're having a baby in the yates family so 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 dj yates is not with us today so we are at the mercy of of trevor kelsey in the box here we're going to see what kind of music comes in and goes from that so um we got um what else are we talk so we're going to go college basketball so we tomorrow the games i believe it's a six o'clock is the first game six six fifteen uh, you have Louisville plays in the first game, Louisville and Wichita State. Now, everybody is sort of overlooking Wichita State in this game. I don't think this is a smart proposition. Do you think this is a smart thing to do? Not at all. They already knocked off a one and a two. A one and a two. And uh, so, we, 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 yeah, the one and a two for sure. We've got um, – we might uh, – it might be a closer game than what people think. But I think the I think with Ware getting hurt – you know, see, he was on Letterman the other night. Did you see I that? did see that, yes. <laughs> you did see that. Yeah. So did the top ten on Letterman. So he's – I think if you were to take any one of these players on the team and said, okay, here's the deal. If you, if you, if you break your leg, if, if you have your leg broke right now, Louisville wins the national championship. You get to be on David Letterman, and you're and you're an international superstar. Would you do it? Well, heck yeah. I'm saying cut it. I'm saying cut it off. Is all I'm saying. I don't, Amputate it. That's well, whatever it takes. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's. I think they put a lot of attention on it, and it's it's it is ultimately a broken leg. I actually got me a little emotional, and I'm not as big of a Cards fan as some of our associates. But uh, we, uh, we, I think we're going to skip skip the next uh, part. We'll come back to this here in a second because we have a caller online. Are you on the line there, David? We are here. 
This is uh, this is David Swifty. First of all, give me the, the weather report real quick, and then we'll talk Santa Anita Derby here. So, well, we have a beautiful weekend coming up. It's just going to be wonderful. It's going to be seventies. We're going to have some unbelievable horse racing. I hear you're headed down south to the greatest track in Kentucky, Keelan. The, the, the greatest, the greatest track. local track, I, I say. But we the greatest we, local track is currently open. It, it's as we speak. <laughs> as we speak, they have run the first race of the day, my friend. They have run the first race of the day as we speak. So, um, have you? Did you get a chance to look at the Santa Anita Derby, buddy? I have looked at the Santa Anita Derby. We've got. <clears throat> let me prompt. Let me prompt this. Let me prompt this real quick here. The Santa, Santa Anita Derby is a mile and an eighth. It's a seven hundred and fifty thousand. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Yeah. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I probably have a little bit more food in my fridge if I had that kind of coin. If you know what I'm saying. So oh. we've got. Uh, we've got. Uh, not, go ahead. It's one of the great derby prep races. There's, there's a couple of great derby prep races. That one, and I think Woodlawn is tomorrow too. Uh, the Wood, the uh, Wood Memorial uh, is tomorrow as well, and also the Ashland out of Keeneland. So we've got a five hundred thousand, oh, right. a million dollar race, and a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar race all in the same day and all in the relatively same time frame. I'm going to tell you what I'm. I'm wearing loose pants to the racetrack tomorrow. If you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're gonna wear loose pants and hope that they're just you know, filled with coin on the way home. Oh, I'm telling you, I don't want coins, buddy. I want I want I want money that folds. I want tickets. And you know, at Keelan, on the way home, you can quickly rush you there, drive through betting windows, and make one last bet on the way <laughs> That's out. right. If you need to get you want you want to beat the traffic, just go through the drive-through and get your your wager in for later. So, uh, for a little, pre- little this stuff. is this is I'm talking with David Swifty Bringle. This is Delmar's authority on horse racing, the, where the surf meets the turf on the West Coast, and he's also oh. a weather weather guy. So. We're waiting to do the big nasty show live from opening day at Del Mar. Oh, we're getting. I don't know if we can do that this year, buddy. We're going to get that done sooner or later. Hey, you need to get that done. We'll get it done. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's definitely a must do on the bucket list in life. Say hi to my co-host. Big nasty from Del Mar. Say say hi to my co-host today, David, Miss uh, Finch, on, on on the microphone. Oh, very nice to meet you. You sound great on the radio. Thanks, David. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, unfortunately, I have to go off to work here in a few minutes. But okay, but before we do that, that, I'm doing okay. Bef- awesome. <laughs> before we do that, let's let's make some free money. And, let's make some free money. So, Derby tomorrow. Well, here, let me run now, down. Now, tomorrow is we've had a huge scratch in this race here. Um, exactly. Uh, here, the ghosts got scratched, so that was that was a flashback's big. He came from off the pace and, there, and, but, and and pissed on him last time, right? Yeah, flashbacks can go off about four to five, but you know how I feel about favorites out. The problem for Baffert this time again, he just gets cursed in these races. He's got the rail position on flashback, and that's really not the best pose for this particular mm-hmm. race. And flashback has yet to show. Know, flashback has yet to show that he can go wire to wire, and that's the kind of horse he is. He's a front running horse, yeah, a big gray. This is a long race. You know, the speed comes in. I'm looking at a little bit of. You always got to look at Baffert's other horses too, which is Power Broker and Super Ninety Nine. Um, I think Garcia is riding Power Broker. Which of the two? But, uh, which one do you like better of those two? Oh boy, that's a tough one. If you had to put I your like last twenty dollars on Baffert, if you had to put your last twenty, I would have to go with Baffert Garcia if I was going to do that. I think I think that's power. Instead of Baffert and Bayerano, do you think he put Bayerano? You think he put Garcia up on a charge more so than Bayerano? Well, you know it's a tough call on both of them. I mean, if you could almost flip a coin just over this. I mean, they call it a horse race for a reason. And go and <laughs> Gomez is on the flashback, so and that's the that's the favorite. So we'll see. Now, another horse to look at in this race, I think, this for the style of race, mile eight, is Tis a Minister, which has a good closing. I mean, for this derby this year, this derby is going to be wide open. Oh, this is going to be a great derby. derby. I just was out and talked to my peoples out at the Churchill Downs yesterday and got my 
connections, if you would. So it's it's going to be a real good year this year, buddy. It's going to be a real oh, good year. I can't wait. I'm going to follow you around on May 4th. Now, I just wanted I to kind wait. of interject with both you guys. You talked about the Baffert horses, but you didn't say anything about Golden Sense. How do you feel about, about Golden th- Sense? Yeah, how do you feel about that horse? Well, I don't like him too much, but but I've been shocked a lot this year. I mean, it's all good. I think the thing to watch in the Santa Anita Derby, even so much who wins or not, is, is how these horses are closing in that final stretch. Yeah, well, now, Golden, Golden, Golden Sense didn't look so good last time out. But O'Neill you know, is. Well, he did have a bad race, but sometimes you throw one out. Yeah. Well, that and O'Neill is trying to get him to slow down a little bit in the morning. They are yeah, trying to get him to rate. Fast, he's just going to burn out. You know, if, if if he can hold back a little bit, hold the pace a little bit, and then come around that corner, you know, that that's going to make all the difference in the world. Flashback is one I'm really the most interested in seeing in this race because I really like this horse, but it's really never been tested on the distance. It's just going to be interesting to see how it runs. And this Tizen Minister, with unfortunately the other horse being scratched, the Here the Ghost being scratched. This Tiz Minister is really, you know, it's a nice price. It's going to be about six or seven to one. And I'll tell you what, and Joe Talamo is a little underrated, too, as a rider. He's pretty good out there on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's um, awfully good out there. Okay, so anybody else might possibly jump in? Any of these Any of these bombs on the outside? All the outside posts are long shots. Any of them have a shot? Well, you know, these Gary trainers, they want a derby, they, they get hooked. Gary Stevens, <laughs> oh, my God, what a story that would be if you want to say a new derby. What a story that would be if he won the derby. He's horse to win it. Now, Doug O'Neill likes his horse. I think it's what a Goldenicious. Goldenicious, I think is how you how you pronounce it. Um, oh yeah. And, you know, once these trainers win in Derby, they're just hooked forever. They want to get back. And poor Baffert. I mean, he's he's been facing the Derby for quite a few years, and he's just been getting a little series of bad luck. And he's always in there. Okay, so if if you're gonna look pleasure. at if you were going to look at this race, Swifty, if you were going to look at this race at Santa Anita and you were going to put together a wager, put put together put together a wager for me, and then I'll give you mine, and then Miss Finch is going to give you hers. What I would do is I would have some across the money on on Tiz and Minister at six to one. I think I'd put definitely some money across on that, and then for exotics, you know, you know, I'd go cheaply to win big, play a little bit. I think I would put maybe do a superfecta with two of the. Two of the Baffert horses, and then throw in Doug O'Neill's horse, and and then throw in Golden Sands. That would be an interesting one because that would probably pay pretty good. Then you just hope yeah, the all, that comes forth on that. And, <laughs> yeah, and all of those prices are going to go down a little bit with the scratch of here the ghost. That'll be more like four to one, yeah, four to one, three to one instead of the six six five. And you know. There's been some amazing long shots here in the last couple I, of years. I'm telling so. you. Well, and just, yeah. well, look at the horse that won the, the Louisiana Derby. What was that? Thirty? How, how, what was that? Ninety-nine to one or something like that, wasn't it? Ninety-nine to one. Yeah. Yes. So. I'm so looking forward to the Derby this year. We have a really wide open Derby. In we there. sure do, buddy. And looking back at the East Coast, that other race is going to be pretty good with Verrazzo. I think it's going to be a four well. Yeah. You you want to you want to uh, let me let me let me uh, have Miss Finch give me her wager of this this particular race. I'll give you mine. Then we'll, if, do you have a second to talk Wood Memorial real quick? I, I do. We, we we do. We'll we'll put together a super factor that's going to just okay. you know have all the big nasty fans going home saying we made some big money. Listen to the big nasty show the other day. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. I'm gonna give. We're gonna give you our two picks. Take a quick break, and then we'll we'll hit the wood if that's all right with you. Then sounds good. Okay. So go ahead there, Miss Finch. Let me let me see what the Miss Finch wager for the Santa Anita Derby would be. Any- well, I would go ahead and take Power Broker as my win horse and put some money down on him. He has some very nice back class. He hasn't raced in quite a while, but he is a nice horse, and Baffert runners usually do do well. 
coming in off the layoff first time back. And Bejarano knows how to ride at that track, man. He sure does. And as far as an exotic wager, I would have to agree with David. That's exactly what I would do because I like playing the superfectas myself. I would throw in two of the Baffert horses, Golden Sense and Tis a Minister. Ah, there you go. There you go. You heard it here first episode. So that's two different angles. And uh, I'm going to I'm gonna mix it up a little bit with you guys just because I'm feeling a little feisty today. So uh, I'm, I'm okay. just going to do – I'm just going to – you wouldn't be doing that. You've seen me win. Well, you know you know that I'm a pick three and pick four and pick five player. I don't uh, really do – I've, I've, I've seen you hit a few goodies. I've hit a few good ones. But I, I, that's more my angle. But for the sake of conversation on the air and for the kids that, you know, or a lot of a lot of the general public is – uh, win place show and, and exacto wagering and this and that. So uh, I'm going to keep it real simple, and I'm going to go against you guys and just take an outside shot here. Uh, I'm going to do an exacto box straight up. I'm going to say flashback has the lead all the way around. Super 99 catches them at the wire. I'm going to do a straight exacto with the two of them, a box exacto for the two of them. I'm going to do it for 20 bucks. It would be 40 bucks. Super 99 flashback. It's going to come one, two, one way or the other. There you go. Well, in that case, we could throw in all our five horses in, for 10 cents. It was super fun. You got it. $12. Yeah, yeah. That's like the plan. We'll throw all five horses in for 10 cents super effective for $12 investment and just hope that, that all the four long shots of those come in and that we don't actually see flashback when it ends up in the. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we can make some money. <laughs> <laughs> but that would kill my my exact bet. So anyway. Uh, but anyway, we've got to, we have to get off to a break here. Uh, you're listening to The Big Nasty Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450com Bob Seeger? Really? You just you brought me back with Bob Seeger. Oh my god. T- turn it and in fact turn it way up. Turn it way up for just a second. Turn it way up. Okay, now cut it out. <laughs> Bob Seeger. Well every time I hear this song it reminds me of Mask. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. Cher, Cher, and uh, and Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz, very good. And and the, the Sam Elliott. There you go, all of them. Boom! What a great movie. We were just talking about that the other night at work. Uh, how Cher didn't represent too many good acting roles, but that was one that she was actually really good in. Definitely. Did you cry, Trevor Bacon? Did you cry during Mask? I've never watched Mask. You've never seen through. Mask? Oh my God, you're no. missing Rocky. out. Rocky. Rocky. I, I know. I, I know. Uh, I you know, know the, the story? character. Yes. Oh I've, my I've God, you never saw. I bet you'd cry. The only Cher movie I've ever seen all the way through was uh, was the one with Nicolas Cage. Was it Moonlight? Or oh, Moon, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Yes, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. La- horrible movie. Well, some the, the ladies like that movie. I think so. Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> no. Uh, but Mask was a fantastic film. I sobbed like a little baby at the at the at the scene. But everybody knows the scene if they saw the movie Mask. So we used to, uh, we. The, Swifty Bringle, you still on the line with us, buddy? I'm still here with you. Okay, Thinking buddy. about those incredible acting talents that Nicholas Cage and Cher team together. <laughs> Do you see, have you oh, seen yeah, the movie Mask? Have you seen the movie Mask? I have not, actually. I have not seen Mask. I'm talking with Dave, uh, David Swifty Bringle here. Uh, Miss Finch is, is sitting in the house as well. We've got uh, Trevor Bacon behind the, the glass. We're talking horse racing today because it is a 
huge, huge weekend in horse racing across the country and close to home. It'll be glued to my TV oh from my 6.30 God. to 7.30 tomorrow night, that's for sure. Uh, this, is the, this is the one substitute for masturbation for me. I'm just like to tell you that right now. This this kind of weekend horse racing. So uh, this is a Del Mar special. <laughs> so um, but, yeah, this, I, I know another guy, a friend of mine, uh, Nick Stein Law. He he's a horse racing enthusiast. He sponsors this segment. Oh, we're gonna tell you. Uh, Miss Finch is gonna tell you a little bit about uh, Nick Stein here. Sure. Oh, he's just a, he's a wonderful, wonderful person. I, I've known Nick for for a lot of years. He's, he's got great family. He's just he's an incredible person. Okay, well, we're going to have her tell you he's about really, him. Really great. We, person. I know Part you know. Our, I know you know him, but the folks don't. We're we're we're, we're sponsor, He's our sponsor of the show, so we're going to let her tell tell the people about that, sir. <laughs> go oh, ahead. Okay, go sorry. ahead, Miss Finch. No, that's go ahead, ahead Miss Finch. <laughs> sure. If you suffer an injury, call the law offices of Nick Stein. They almost always get cases settled, but if they have to, they go to court to fight for you. That's Put right. experience on your side. That's right. The law offices of Nick Stein, 812-948-6000 or nicksteinlaw.com. That's right. That's how you get that done. So, uh, Swifty, we were talking about the Santa Anita Derby. We had a, we put together a, a – I think we did a superfecta and we had a trifecta. And a, we did we had it all covered there. That was like an orgy. That was like a horse racing orgy. But, I, I like our superfecta the best. It's cheap. It's, it's, well, when there's, it's when there's eight horses in the field and you've got five of them, that's uh, – Well, that 10-cent super, I think, is one of the best bets you can do in horse racing. You know, oh, but, it is. It is. It's cheap. You get a couple friends to split. You roll out a few dollars and you can literally win thousands. Well, I'm telling you. They, <laughs> I've won 600 off a $24 10 cent super bet. I mean, where how where right. are you going for that? 600 bucks. Well, you have to go to the window for that. That's what you've got to do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want you want a ticket for 5.99 and you want it for 50 cents that you have like five times. <laughs> That's the best way. So All right. Let's take a look. We got to get Big Nasty to Del Mar. Well, I've, I'll tell you, we're, I'll be there. We'll be there soon enough, buddy. I've been talking to those people at TVG, so we'll, we'll we actually have uh, Matt Carruthers is going to be calling in on Monday. You know who Matt Carruthers is, don't oh, you? Good. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're going to chit chat yeah. with him. Yeah, oh, we're no, supposed to have Gomez on problem. today, but you know Gomez is on flashback tomorrow, and I'm sure he's got a little PR rep stuff that has to get taken care of today. Doesn't have the time to be calling in and chatting with us like, you know, like the people do. So let's dissect this. Wood oh, Mem- let's dive. Let's dive right into this Wood Memorial, buddy. It's an Aqueduct. Uh, oh. Aqueduct Raceway. Oh, yeah, Burr Rosado seems pretty awesome. Man. The horse looks awfully good. Another mile know. another mile and a quarter race. This one's worth a million. One million dollars, David Swifty Bringle. What do you feel? Yeah, I mean, uh, could you imagine if you had like 5% of that? What is that, 5000 no. <laughs> Well, no, it's more just, than that. It's like a $2 winning bet on the horse that went off at 4 to 5 excites me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, it doesn't take much to excite you, but that's, uh, I'm, the same, I'm in the same boat. So, Okay, so everybody knows. That's the great thing about horse racing. Everyone can play, even if you don't have any money. Everyone can play, and anyone can win. If your horse is in the race, he can win the race. That's right. That's correct. I wouldn't say so with Chris in the caper, the, the horse that's in the one hole, but, you know, anybody can win. We've got we've got a huge potential freak in this show. He's only raced three times. Verrazano. He raced in the Tampa Bay Derby. He freaked in the Tampa Bay Derby, but the question is, who did he run against? It remains to be seen. You know, no one really knows who he ran against. But honestly, you could say that for any of these Colts. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Everybody's young, unproven. All young. Well, I mean, but Orb, Orb, when he beat the Florida Derby, that's, you know, he won before that and then came on and won the Florida Derby. So we'll see. We'll see. He's a... He's an interesting colt. He, he he won easy and he won in hand, and it was kind of a wire to wire deal. So, um, what about Vijack? Vijack is a good horse. Vijack is, is very is, talented. Is really a good horse. I, I could see Vijack taking this thing. I mean, Verrazano, 
I, I just, I, to be quite honest, in these early races, I'm, I'm really scared to take these overwhelming favorites, you know, because you just get burnt so badly by something like, a, you know, Lysak will probably still end up going off at three to one or over. Mm, he'll, be, he'll be three to one, second choice. He'll be, he'll be, he'll he might up. even be two to one. Let me tell you a horse I like. I like this. I like the two. I like the horse coming out of the two hole in this race a little bit. This Normandy invasion with Javier Castellano and and Chad Brown. I think this horse could sit in a, in a pretty good position. If anybody goes with Verrazano, which he hasn't had anybody go with him yet, he pretty much just did, had his way with the races. If anybody goes with with Verrazano, I didn't look real closely at the race as, as far as other speed in in this one. But if anybody goes with him, no, it, go ahead. Well, I don't have my paper with him, but isn't there a tiz now? There is always a tiz. Yeah, there is. Calvin Burrell. I, you know, I just have a thing for tiz now horses, and I know it's going to go off at probably about fifteen or twenty to one. I'd always take a look at those, just just because it's a tiz now horse. <laughs> yeah. He's going. He's at fifteen to one in the morning line, so he. You never know. It depends on how everybody bets. I, there's going to be a lot of money on Verrazano, just by the way he freaked in the Tampa. Oh Day. yeah. There's going to be he he may, he may go off there. he may go off at three to five by race time, but yeah. there's a lot of money in the New well, York. So, be out there making a show pools ridiculous. <laughs> he, oh yeah, the, he, what if he loses though? If you if you put a bunch of money on one of these bombers <laughs> as a show price, and if he if he finishes off the board, you're paid. Oh, it's an amazing phenomenon when it happens. You'll you'll have these whales because they go out and they put all this money on the show bed, and then if the horse doesn't come in, Bridge what jumping. happens is you'll. You look at the show payoffs because I remember the first time I saw it, I go, "The show pays more than the win pay. Why is that?" I, just, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was reading it wrong. It all depends if the, paid, if the favorite finishes off the board, you can get paid. That's the same thing with the multiple race exotics. You know, you can if you beat a favorite in any leg of the pick three, pick four, pick five, and you beat him by a five to one or better, you're you're in the money. Doesn't matter if the favorites. Yeah, I, you, you look at these pick fives at Keeneland, and and you'll see like three or four short prices and one seven or eight to one. And a pick five will pay a thousand dollars for for two and bucks. You know, you know? Even a losing day at Keelan is better than any day at your regular oh, buddy. job. Take take a deep <laughs> take a deep breath. Take a deep breath and tell me if you can smell that 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 lore of manure, that the glorious. Ah, oh, I can smell. I can smell it. I, mean, I, I might roll I mean, around I'm in it tomorrow. Just to crawl down there and bet those fifty. They got fifty cent pick threes. Or they got fifty cent trifectas. They got fifty cent everything. You know? Same with Churchill this year. Churchill finally got on board. There. Yeah, Churchill found beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, okay. it's great for 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 economic gambling. Okay, so let's do the same thing. This time we're going to mix it up. This time we're gonna we're gonna let Miss Finch start, um, and we're gonna we're gonna do our wagers. I'll let her start. Give me her wager for the wood, and then I'll I'll get to you, and then I'll finish it up again. So we'll. All right, George. So Miss Finch first. Okay. Uh, in my opinion, I really don't want to take both the favorites at that short of a price. So I would go ahead and just put a win bet on the Tisnow Colt. Oh, always a Tis. Calvin yes. Burrell. I forget what the first name of Shatino's, the trainer. Dominic. Dominic, that's right. Dominic Shatino. Is it Shatino? Is that how it's pronounced? Yes. And so. I do. I like. I agree with you. I like Normandy Invasion as well because I think Chad Brown's a heck of a trainer, and he has had a couple uh, pretty rotten trips yeah. where he's got he's stuck trouble. in some traffic he's and had, had some traffic, trouble. Traffic trouble. Getting out, and there's only ten horses in this field too. So exactly. That, that, might, that I mean, yeah. shouldn't say, it's still a full field, but it's a lot. It would, an aqueduct. Aqueduct is more. Uh, it's usually a speed favoring track for the most part. Not a lot of closing goes on there, but it does happen. So that's. So. Well, the thing about Normandy Invasion, though, too, is he does get that inside post, but how's he going to break? 
because he has been a little bit slow to get away from the gate, and he's going to have to go. Well, he's definitely well. If Barazana is going to go, and hopefully this always a tiz goes with him, is what uh, I'm thinking. I don't know anything about this Inawi. Inawi, do either of you have heard anything about this horse? This Eddie Castro and uh, Shug, or Kieran McLaughlin. Pardon? I have not. I have not heard that much about. It, but now I have it. You, I, I tell you what, Kieran McLaughlin, you got to watch him in, in the New York scene. He'll sneak a horse in there and win a yeah. race. And he's at morning line twelve to one, and I haven't heard anything about him at all. So. Well, Kieran wouldn't put him in there if he didn't think he had a shot. Kieran's a good horseman. He sure is. As he's another one of the understudies of uh, Wayne Lucas too. Correct. A lot of people don't realize that. Go ahead, sir. Here's a special. Here's a special horse player. Okay, that's Longshot Lucy. That's, that's Longshot Lucy. <laughs> Great, that's fantastic. She just so. stopped in. So I tell you she what, she needed she needed kitty food and some. She says that fear the kitten, but I told her I didn't think fear the kitten. Was after right. you and Longshot Lucy uh, are, are, are finished with your your, your Bing Bangs, <laughs> you got, give me give me your uh, give me your picks for this uh, Wood Memorial there, Swifty. Well, I certainly like your co-host uh, pick there. I think what, what I'll do for this one is take her pick, the Tisdale horse. What is the name of the Tisdale horse? Again? Always a always Tis. A tis. Always in a Tis. Always in a always Tis. Always Always in a Tis. That sounds like me these days. Okay. So always in a Tis. Buy Jack, and we'll throw in Barraza, and I'll for a, we'll do a we'll do a dollar trifecta box on those three. I'm going to make it short and sweet. I'm going fifty bucks on Chad Brown and Javier Castellano to win the race, Normandy Evasion. Running into a hot pace. Oh, I like that. Running into a hot pace just off the pace. Javier Castellano says, and boom, sneaks past in the end. Well, you know Chad Brown's going to have him ready. Oh, you know he's all, I mean, they're all ready. These are all good oh, races. Yeah. So, um, so, how can you how can you not like a horse that's named Normandy Invasion? I love it. I love it. That's, and that's exactly how he's going to sneak. He's going to sneak up. He's going to sneak up on the kids. Late in the race, Verrazano's the first first real test against you know arguably his first real test. Vijack Vijack's got a little bit of early speed too, so oh yeah, I like Vijack. I yeah. can't wait to watch these races tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a great it's going to be a great great day. Um, if you have any money problems or money issues, uh, I want you to know that you can call Envoy Mortgage at Glenn Smith at Envoy Mortgage. You can get him at seven three six one one six zero again seven three six one one six zero, and he can get your uh, refinance. A little bit of money. You could use a little extra money, couldn't you, Swifty Bringle? I, I could. I could, and then we'll double it down in tomorrow. <laughs> I like that. Get a little well, extra listen. money. You know, in my life, extra money is actually what I call it an unproven theory. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, buddy, I know uh, I know you guys. Uh, I want to thank you for calling in and give us some of that insight, the West Coast-style insight. It's good to talk to you. i got to get out of here. We're I, know you have, do, I know um, you do. you got to go to work, and uh, you got to make the donuts. Yeah, you do. When you're at Keelan, Mar, you need to do our our, our three way our three way trifecta or our three way superfecta for Santa Anita tomorrow. We we will all bask in the glory of it next week. It's already in. I sent it in on the internet, on the interwebs. The wager's already in. It's so. a done deal. So we're there. We're in there, buddy. Sounds, we're in there. So sounds uh, great. This is a great. This is a great sports show. I love this show. Uh, call in any time, buddy, and uh, enjoy your evening and uh, and good luck to you this weekend and the, the racing festivities. So. Um, me and Miss Finch here, we have to get off to a quick break here on 1450 The Sports Buzz, 1450thesportsbuzz.com. You're listening to The Big Nasty Show. I got no quarrel with the Midwest. The folks out there have given me their best. I've lived there all my life. I've been the guest. I sure have loved it too. I'm tired of looking at the TV news. Oh, man, just 
stepped outside to get a little fresh air, take a little quick bathroom visit. Man, it's nice outside there. Isn't that, isn't that beautiful outside today? Absolutely oh, gorgeous. Oh, my God. Um, so if you um, just – I want to let you know we were talking horse racing. We're going we're gonna to break down this Ashland here in just a second. We've been at the three big races this week. Uh, but this horse racing section here is brought to you by Saints and St. Saint Matthews. Are you looking for a relaxing place to catch all your sports teams? Saints Pizza and Pub at 131 Breckenridge Lane in the heart of St. Matthews is that place. Come enjoy our incredible new HDTV screens and sounds for all your sports viewing pleasure. The best happy hour in the city from open till 7 p.m. all day, every day. Right there at Saints in St. Matthews. It's 891-8883. They're going to be real busy this weekend with all the college basketball that's going on. So you want to get in there and get a reservation so that you can uh, make that happen. So we gave you some bets for the Santa Anita Derby. We followed it up with some delicious bets and wagers for the Wood Memorial. We were talking to David Swifty Bringle, our Del Mar handicapping specialist. And now we're going to break down the big race tomorrow. Uh, Keeneland pretty much has stakes races every Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they pretty much have a stakes race of some sort about every day. Uh, but tomorrow's a big one. Tomorrow is the – it's a new sponsorship this year. It's the Central Bank Ashland. It's a grade one. This is a mile and a 16th race for Phillies three-year-olds, which are horses that are prepping to get themselves to the Oaks are trying to get themselves to the Oaks, get those much-needed points for the Oaks in the championship series. Our friend John and uh, Darren, Ash, uh, Darren Rogers down at the Churchill Downs put together a championship series this year, points-based system for both Phillies and the Colts. Um, so if you get uh, these races now, the closer you get to the Derby, the more they're worth. So uh, this Ashland's going off tomorrow. The post will probably be about 5.30-ish, 5.23 to be exact. Um, several horses, there's 14 candidates in this race that are running. And uh, tell me, I'll tell you what, Miss Finch, why don't you tell me what your thoughts are on this race, and then I will uh, break down what I'm thinking on this one. So, Well, two of the, the obvious favorites would be Spring Venture, Spring in the Air. They both have good form over Polytrack. They've both performed well. Ironically, it's springtime. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. I, can smell, I smelled the Spring in the Air just a moment ago, actually. So, But this field, it, it, I mean, it's it's a pretty nice field. There's a bunch of fillies that could step up and run huge. $500,000 will get a big field like that, grade one. So Exactly. So I think, as far as I'm concerned, for handicapping or wagering purposes, I, there's, there's a couple other fillies in here that I might go with that I think could jump up. Uh, one being Broken Spell. Ooh, interesting. Lucas's think... filly. She ran a huge race last year to finish second. In the Alcibiades. It's going to come in here probably anywhere from 15 to 1 to 20 to 1. Yes. A little price from Miss Finch. Interesting. I like it. I don't like chalk players on my show. No, I'm also <laughs> interested in Kitten's Point. Kitten's Point. That's a Ramsey. That's a Ramsey horse, isn't it? That yes. Kitten's Joy. Yes. Oh, the Ramseys don't own them. I'm sorry. That's a, that's a, that's a Kitten's Joy. Kitten's it's a, yeah, it's Joy. by Kitten's Joy. But I thought... Uh, there's so many of those kittens horses, it's tough to keep track of them sometimes. So No, I know. And Five to one, Edgar Prado up on this one. Yes. Uh, two races at Gulfstream Parks on the turf, and the last time he won the, the uh, grade three there, and just won by a neck, but did win the race. So, mm -hmm. interesting. So, I like. Anything else you see in there that might sneak in? Well, Amalian is another one, and Magical Moon, Amalian's the 13, and Magical Moon's the 14. Rosie's having a heck of a year, and she is on Magical Moon who could potentially jump up and also run another big one. Two turns at Keenan from the outside does make it a little tougher. Definitely. A little tougher, but if it's if there's enough horse, you can still get there. Correct. But Amalian, uh, there was a lot of talk about this filly. She'd been racing really well. In her last race, she kind of threw in a clunker. 
She yeah, that's it, it, yeah. She got beat by thirty. So what happens there? That was she the Gulfstream Park Oaks, actually. Exactly. She threw in kind of a clunker, and there was really no explanation as to well, why. I, well, I'll tell you why. Dreaming of Julia. Well, that I, I don't think that's the case. You don't think so? No, I really don't. I mean, granted, it anyone just that's watched, it just says she flattened out. That's right. A, that's a, I didn't see that race. So no, she was distanced early on. So, but the talent is there. So mm. maybe the surface switch. Could do her some good. Some, some, some of them love it. Some of them don't. So exactly. We'll have to wait and see. We just don't know. Spring, Spring Venture, the horse you mentioned before, has ran on it, ran well on it. Very well. Uh, well on the surface. Um, I the, the favorite, which you hadn't mentioned, the Tappet Tutu Piazzi. Is that how you? I don't, that's my guess. You know, I'm not, I don't have any grammar skills at all. So <laughs> pronunciation. So Tutu Piazzi. So. <laughs> well, there's an Doug O'Neill has a filly in here that could be interesting as well. She's the six. The uh, the red red dress the balance yes. red dress the balance that's in, yeah there's there's a lot of twelve and fifteen to one horses that could get in here exactly I, I, I'm going to a horse last year we were out there watched her run uh, watched Mark Cassie filly. Uh, on the slightly outside, we watched her freak at Keeneland. She loves, mm-hmm. loves, loves Keeneland. Um, the last time that she was seen, she was seen uh, in the $100,000. That's not that big of a race, but, you know, I think Cassie might have this this filly back and ready, a little bit more maturity. She's on the outside, and you're going to get a real big price on her, and she loves Keeneland. So I, I, I like this spring in the air. Uh, Mike Battaglia gave me that horse last year before the Breeders' Cup, and she didn't quite get there, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, and then I like Private Ensign. I like Dale Romans. Uh, the Romans Farm is a friend of the show, and we uh, will have a, we'll be connected with him this year to find out exactly what he knows and what he doesn't know. And Corey Lannery, Corey Lannery freak last year at Caitlin. He had a great well. Meet last he's year. also having a great year so far this year too. He's a pretty good golfer too. We had had him out on the <laughs> golf course a few times. He, he'll tell you he's a little better than what he is, but uh, we, you know, he hey, know, you have he to knows, have confidence. He knows he's played golf with the nasty before. So, <laughs> so, um, so give me a wager. Give me a wager on this this Ashland. I would go with the ten cent super on this one. Wow, ten cent super! Completely, you heard it yeah. Here. I wouldn't want to bet anything straight up, or, or maybe do a box try. There's too many horses for that. Exactly. Ta- do I would definitely do that and toss in some of those long shots and do the ten cent super. Well, I'll be putting together the pick five later on this evening. I'll be putting that together as I'm as I'm in my boxers and and just getting completely excited in a non romantic sort of way, if you know what I mean. But I will be putting together this pick five. And I will find a single somewhere previous in the previous races, and I'll use up four or five of races of the horses in this race. Uh, two of them, I will use the this uh, the one horse, the two Piazzi, two two Piazzi. I'm going to use Private Ensign, your uh, Spring Venture. I love, and then Spring in the Air would be at least those four would be used, and probably that Kitten's Point. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see. There's there's a few big bombers there that could very easily get up. That's a when you've got 14 horses going on that poly track at Keeneland, it's it's tough to, it's tough to tell, and that's. Uh, the start finish line is the, the the earlier finish line there too when they run the mile on the sixteenth, which is always kind of freaky because you think, oh, I got more room to get there, and it's like, oh, the race is over. So, uh, and anyway, Keelan started today, and they're off and running. The late pick four, or pick five will be coming up here in a bit. So get your wagers in there, or go out to the off track wagering at the parlay room, uh, and and then we have you know there's just horse racing is underway. We are so so close to horse racing being underway. Um, we want to talk. Uh, I wanted to, to say a couple of things that Rick, uh, Rick Patino's 
uh, son has decided he's he took the job in Minnesota. He's going to be coaching uh, Tubby Smith's old position, which I think is the, is kind of ironic. So he's head of the Gophers now. He's the head of the Gophers right now. Uh, it's funny because you know Tubby Smith was at UK after Patino, and now Patino's son is actually him after Minnesota. So which is kind of very very interesting. Um, is it then, fate? You think? I don't know. I don't know. He, he's how could he not be a good coach? You know, he's been watching Rick for for many many years. Rick Pitino is, is a is a is a solid coach. There's no question about that. There's, I mean, he's done I think more this year with less than he's done in any of the years past. That's my opinion. But we're going to talk a whole bunch of things. We're going to talk. Uh, we got college. We got college hoops to talk about. There's a huge weekend both the girls and the guys. We're going to talk about. We got some ride and dirty. We got some national news to talk about. Hyung Hyung Kim is being getting feisty over there in North Korea again. We're gonna have to shoot him or something. I don't know what we're gonna have to do with him. But we're gonna take a, another quick break here, and then we're gonna come back with uh, more talk about this and a more talk about that right here on fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz fourteen fifty the Sports Buzz dot com. You're listening to the Big Nasty Show. Friday, it's Friday, isn't it? See, I don't even know what day it is. It's so much fun. I can't concentrate anymore. I've got sizzling bacon in the booth. I got Miss Finch in the house, and I'm telling you what: if you've seen any of these two kids, you know it's difficult to concentrate. I can't even speak. So, but I will tell you one thing: um, it's it's going to be a great weekend. It's going to be a great weekend, no matter what you are and who you are. If you like sports, you like horse racing, you like sexy, you like it all. It's happening this weekend. Right here in Kentuckyana and out in Lexington and everywhere else. So um, the weather outside is a beautiful, beautiful 61 degrees as we speak. I just checked on the uh, weather report, and it is 61 degrees outside. Amazing, which begs the question, have you got your 2013 Sports Buzz Tour card yet? Did you get yours yet, Miss Finch? No, unfortunately. We're going to get you one. We're going to get you one. Sweet. Let me tell you about this. This is brought to you by Play It Again Sports. That's a 4138 Outer Loop in Louisville. This uh, package is $125 for six golf courses that include golf cart. Three of these courses are private. You can't even play them as it is. Yeah, I know. So so you get for, for $125 with cart, you get all six of these. Heritage Hill, Jeff Elks Lodge and Country Club, Glen Mary, Glen Oaks, Woodhaven, Polo Fields. Trevor, is this is this right? Is this am I am I factual with this statement? That is not a typo. You are completely wow, correct. Wow, jeez, Louise. 
I, 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 this, I'm afraid they're going to be waiting outside in the police cars to take me off after I'm offering this. I'm telling you, but get yours now because they're running out, they're running out quick, as you can only imagine. Um, and that card that you ha- that you get with it actually gets you ten dollars off every fifty dollar por- purchase at Play It Again Sports at forty with one thirty eight outer loop. So uh, that's right here in Louisville. So does that cart include a cooler with cold beverages in there as well? Or? <laughs> no, but I'm going to be. Or is that too much to ask? Well, that might be. That might be a little too. much. If that was the case, it would be highway robbery. You'd have to. You'd have, you'd have to. <laughs> you'd be arrested for that. So, let's talk college basketball. I know that the rest of the programs are going to probably hit about that. Um, Trevor, where's the, where's that that you guys are going to be going from this weekend? What's the name of that joint? I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get that. We'll be at Twin Peaks on uh, Piedmont Road from two to four on Saturday and. God willing, the Louisville Cardinals do pull off the win against Wichita State. We'll be there again from three to six on Monday as well. Nice. So, the, what's the what's the place? What's the establishment again? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. That's right down there in Atlanta. Um, of course, I didn't get invited to go because I don't uh, I don't like the color red quite as much as everybody else does. So, <laughs> I've got I'm going to have to stay home here and and make sure that we got this show ready to go for Monday. But we have a big sh- we got a big show on Monday that you don't want to miss. We got Matt Carruthers calling in. Probably a few other people if they know he's calling in. We've got we'll wrap up all the weekend's activities on the horse racing. We'll wrap up all the weekend's activities. Hopefully, we'll talk Syracuse. U of L in the championship game later on that day. What do you but, mean, hopefully? Oh well, we'll see. So let's let's break this down. But if we started the show off, we were talking Wichita State and U and Louisville. The question is, does does Wichita State have a chance to beat Louisville in this game? Well, sure they do. They're in the game, aren't they? Exactly. You beat a one and a two seed. I mean, how can you be completely dismissed? I tell you, but that was Gonzaga was. The the weakest of the one seeds well, for sure. So well, in my opinion, I agree with that as well. But Ohio State was not a weak two seed, and they dismantled them. They did dismantle Ohio State. It I mean, was, that is pretty, not a bad pretty, basketball team by pretty, any means. Pretty laughable. Uh, Bacon, what do you think about this game, buddy? Is this a blowout? It could be if Louisville handles their business, but Wichita State's not a team to be overlooking just because it's Wichita State and have a nine next to their name. It's a very good ball club. It's already beaten Gonzaga, Ohio State, and Pittsburgh. Three in a three in a row, mm-hmm. and not 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 in that exact order. Not Pittsburgh being Sal or anything, they beat them too though. Yeah, well, the Sal, the Sal had busted their load already for the play-in game and then the first game in the, the a tournament. So yeah, I agree. Um, so so uh, Bacon, give me a score on this game, and I want to, I want your tangible. I don't, I don't want your I emotions. Love, I'd love to give you a score, but I've got to save that for my own show. Oh, okay, I, so then I'll just get Miss Finch to give a tease. I hate to tell okay, you. Okay, well Sorry. you're used to teasing me. That's why I run out of here with strange feelings and gut pains and stuff like that but uh <laughs> so miss finch we got us we got we got wichita state versus louisville this is a six thirty tip-off correct who's the winner and what's the score i do think the cards will end up winning it but i think it's going to be close they'll pull away in the end and i will say 75 to 71 75 71 i think it's going to be a lower scoring game slightly lower scoring game i do give the nod to the cardinals i think wichita wichita state puts a scare into patino mm-hmm. but here's what's going to happen the only way Louisville gets beat in this tournament, and I, you heard it here first, and you'll hear it probably th- to on Monday as well if I have to say it again, if they can get Siva and Russ Smith, if they can get three fouls, if you can get them three fouls early in the game in the first half, if you get three fouls on both of those, then Louisville has a shot of getting beat. If that doesn't happen, then Louisville wins the game. It's going to be like 70 to like 62, Louisville over Wichita State. Louisville goes to the national championship game on Monday. They will face... The winner of this, which I think is a really, really good game, matchup wise. Well, it's fascinating, honestly. It's fascinating. Tell me a little bit about the Michigan Wolverines and how they got to this game. There, there are. Go ahead. 
as far as the Wolverines? The Wolverines are a solid basketball team. Oh well, no doubt. I mean they they got the, they they have gotten this far just because they have played consistently. And they also have the best point guard in the country. How about the best player in the country? Well, according to the the award that he just received, correct. What did he, what did he get just now? Wooden. He got the wooden. That's right. So, Trey Burke. Uh, that's the one weapon that's most effective against the two-three zone. Syracuse plays the best two-three zone in the country, and you Hands know down. you know what you're getting, especially this team because this team's longer than any Syracuse team has been in a while. Uh, if Trey Burke can can take over the game, and if he forces the guards to come out on that three-point shot because he gets hot and opens up the middle, because they got some big post post play. Yeah, too. they do. In uh, Robinson and uh, the other kid's name, I just slipped in my mind right now, but. Um, uh, Syracuse is playing better than they've played all year. They got embarrassed by Louisville in the Big East Championship. I think I don't I think they ran out of gas in that game though. I was kind of concerned about that because one of the keys to the Cardinals getting as far as they are and why I do think that they will beat the Shockers is Louisville has a deep bench. So they can keep throwing players at you. Syracuse was seven deep. They had were playing in their fourth game in four days. So they were bound to run out of gas a little bit in the second half. That's a lot of the reason Louisville's had success with Syracuse in Correct. a lot of the past Be- seasons. When they had Flynn. Exactly. When they had Flynn, they had, the, Syracuse was going Syracuse six Syracuse should have won that game. Well, they should have beat them a lot of those games. Exactly, but, the but they just is, didn't have the, the bodies. Right. Well, Patino likes, likes to rotate guards in and out. He doesn't have Ware now, though. Ware was, Ware was feeling in very, very good for Russ Smith and Siva. And you got you got to think that, the the wind sort of came out of Duke's sails after he breaks his leg. The guys from Duke, it's like I don't know. It, it's it would be like a, a battle royale, and one of your players on your team got hurt. Is the other team going to keep going full speed? You know, I just think it's mentally. I think that once that happened, Duke was done, and and Louisville just put the pedal to the metal. I agree, but I also think that helps them as far as their Final Four. They kind of have a rallying cry. Sure, it's oh, it's definitely going to work for you them know? as we move forward. I I don't think they have any trouble with Wichita State, but anyway, do you think that? That our orange, and I can say that with conviction, that our orange, yes, uh, are, are can, can they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna move on, or are they gonna get beat by Michigan? Honestly, I am not really sure. Uh, I would obviously I'd like them to move on, but I really think that the key to this game is for Syracuse to be able to stop that short. Uh, shot at the top of the lane to break the zone if they can shut down the Good guards. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is this. Um, their Syracuse's guards are so big. Will that be a, a, an advantage? It's not. A, yeah, it's, it's for them. They're, they're long. Not only are they long, they're quick. Yes, and so they're tall, which is one of the reasons why Sebas had trouble with the orange on so many occasions. And they've also had a week to rest. Exactly, which is huge for the for Syracuse. Yeah, they, they needed that. So, um, so. I'll put you on the spot. Are you gonna sure. you're gonna pick one of them, or are you? Are I'm you, taking my orange. You're taking the orange to advance. I will. I, I think they're playing good enough. I think Bayheim can kind of smell it. I think it sets up real well for a red and orange world championship, Big East, the final Big East of, of the year. And uh, I think, and and this is uh, this is this is painful to admit to, but I think that with all that's going on and the way they're playing, I think Louisville cuts down the nets. I'd love to see my orange, but I think Louisville cuts down the nets. We'll talk more about that on Monday, but. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna you gonna go with your heart on this one? Or are I'm you going gonna... with my heart. I'm All gonna right. take my orange because just Not... just for the fact if they you know if they do get past Michigan, which that's definitely a challenge. Oh, it's a huge challenge. Yeah, um, I still think that they can beat Louisville because Louisville's beaten them two out of three. 
it's hard to beat a team three out of four times. Yeah. I mean, that's really tough. And the way they got beat, it's going to work. One, it's going to work one way or the other. It's going to work for one advantage or the other. The exactly. way they got beat in the Big East Championship. Yes. They know each other, which is interesting. Two Big East teams in the Final Four, which is really nice. The final, the last year of the Big East, which uh, ironically, I just heard that, that the Big East is going to be renamed. Uh, the title that's going to be the American Athletic Conference, the AAC. For this next year, how they fill, fill it all out with the Catholic 7, Catholic 8, yes. and all that stuff. So that's going to take place. So uh, Miss Finch has the orange. I have, painfully, I have the, the Cardinals winning it all in the national championship. Um, I can't get interjection from our, my associate because he's got a show to do later on today as well. And then he's going to get in the car <laughs> and drive down and watch the game. So uh, his input might be uh, not valid anyway. It's probably a little bit skewed. biased. Probably a little skewed. skewed. So uh, hats off to uh, the Louisville Cardinal Athletic Department across the board, especially Tom Jurek. He, uh, he 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 came from from Colorado State in 2007, and Louisville was a hot mess. They were get, talking about getting kicked out of the Big East. There was talk of you know shutting down and and, and not having certain programs and athletic wise. And Tom Jurek came in and said, "This is how it's going to be." And he got Patino to come. He got great coaches, great staff all around. It's and, and I've been out there, and they've taken good care of me in certain events and credentials and stuff. It's a class act top to bottom at the Louisville Cardinals. So if, if Syracuse loses in the national championship, I would lump them to lose to the Louisville Cardinals and that athletic program because they are, you know, they, look at how they all rallied around where. I mean, you know that they're everybody, they're, you're going to do that, but even I was, like, watching that, and it was emotional. And this game – if it does happen on Monday, I'm not going anywhere. I'm locking myself up in the house. I'm probably going to get some kind of whiskey. I don't know. But it's I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. So. It's got to be bourbon. <laughs> but you, bourbon, yeah, well. Maybe old granddad? Whatever. Wild turkey? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do wild turkey. <laughs> I like Old Forester when I'm cheap. When I'm feeling cheap, I like Old Forester. A little bit of Ofo? A little Ofo. So. Um, anyway, we're going to – we're gonna a real quick thought here. We have uh, – a. It, it, this is kind of riding dirty. I don't know if it's riding dirty or if it's just a thought, but uh, the you know you know Biggie, notorious B.I.G. Right? <laughs> well, not personally, but <laughs> well, well, you'd have been a part of his posse back in the day. He was heck yeah. <laughs> he had a big yeah. And the Biggie, 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 Biggie. Can't you see? Can we? I wish we had some Biggie queued up. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I but love Biggie. His childhood apartment, which if you were to see it, you wouldn't believe it. His childhood apartment went on the market just recently. Any guesses as to how much this apartment's going for now? Bacon? Uh, it's in it's in the Bronx, isn't it? Yes. I uh, believe the Bronx or Brooklyn, one of the two. Brooklyn, are. yeah, one of those two. I would say... The, one uh, of the boroughs. The whole building's for sale? Or no, just his apartment? just the apartment. There was the apartment, a, I would say uh, 125000 It's 725000 Wow. Because it's big. He's some of his old cocaine and crackers uh, selling there? I don't know, but he, uh, you know, him and him and Tupac, they had some parties up in there before they went, when they, when they went south. Before they started trying to shoot each other? Before they started shooting. Well, they didn't try. They, they Well, you know, who knows what speculation was there. So speaking of people shooting things, I got a little section of national news, and then I will take a little break here and uh, get to our proud sponsors. Um, national news, like I said earlier, Hyung Kong Kim, uh, North Korea, said he warned Thursday that his military has been cleared to attack the U.S. using smaller, lighter, and diversified nuclear weapons. He basically said, I don't care. I'm going to do it. It's a really smart decision on his part. <laughs> well, he doesn't realize. Well, we've got people lying and waiting to just take him out. But uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, attention put on the Afghani and the, the Pakistani regions. So you got to watch out for your backside because uh, Hyung Kim, he don't like us. And uh, 
the I don't think he likes anyone. He just, no, he's a creepy little yeah. man. He's, he's a an creepy, unhappy he's, person. <laughs> he's a creepy little freak is what he is. <laughs> he lets little girls piss on him and he does weird things like that. He's a strange man. He watches like late like three o'clock in the morning, he watches horror movies in on the big screen by himself and stuff. He's a strange little man. All the money in the world. But these in this country though, like there's a huge like poverty epidemic where people are like rummaging through and eating like roots of flowers and stuff like that to eat and have nourishment, but yet his his military is strong. And his production of military equipment is strong. But the U.S. has said to counter that they're going to strengthen the regional protection by deploying a missile defense system uh, to Guam and that whole surrounding area uh, just as a backup plan because he's coming and he's going to try his best to get to us. But I don't think he's going to. You know what I say? I say we blanket party him just like the rest of them. What do you think, Bacon? Just blanket party him? I said just send him to Wisconsin for eternity. <laughs> yeah, big farmhouse. Have have to milk his own cows and kill his own food for stuff. But uh, uh, we got to we got to pay some bills here on fourteen fifty. Uh, you're listening to the Big Nasty Show on fourteen fifty and fourteen fifty thesportsbuzz dot com. beating down it was beating down upon my face last yesterday i went, went outside just sat in the backyard with the sun beating down on me i felt like a buddhist like a like a temple <laughs> that's probably because i was messed up too but uh, <laughs> i got the night off work yesterday that was pretty nice so i got, got to enjoy a little outdoor time so we what we were talking about college basketball and we were talking about the boys and the boys are playing on uh, Saturday and Monday. Potentially, both teams could be playing on Monday as well to, if they win in advance. But there's also some Saturday, uh, uh, Sunday, actually Sunday and Tuesday action for the ladies. And uh, Louisville Cardinals have a representative of the college basketball in the women's department as well in the Final Four. And they're going to be playing Cal. And I believe that's a six. That's the early of the two games, right? Correct, six, 6.30. 6.30 for that. Uh, they're playing Cal. I'll tell you what, I watched the girls play. Usually it's a little bit of a yawn, I'm not going to lie. I don't want to offend anybody, but it's a, sometimes a little bit of a yawn. But it's uh, the, the Cardinal basketball, the girls' Cardinal basketball team is fun to watch. They are, they're a competitive basketball team. I enjoyed watching them play against Baylor. Uh, it, well, that, I didn't see that game. I oh, wish my I gosh. That was a really good they game. They were outstanding. Yeah, that's they went against the Beast. They sure did. And then they took her they, down. They took they chopped the Beast's legs out from under him. In so. a big way. Or her, I should say. Yeah, in a big way. <laughs> so uh, they moved on, and then they, they handled their business against Tennessee just just the other night. Just what, as what was, handily. So that was what was, what was that? Wednesday? When was that? Tuesday? Wednesday? I don't know. Are all your days just running in together? Oh, my world is running in together. I'm in La La Land. If I if I haven't told you, I've got and I've got. It's just so much stuff going on right now. I'm so excited. I can barely contain it. I just want to. Oh man, I just want to go over and sit in uh, uh, sizzling bacon's lap over there and just kind of cuddle up. Doesn't he look like? Wouldn't it be nice if he was an English muffin and you had all the butter that you needed? Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I know where Just, you're going there. I'm not sure if I agree, I, I but I'm I telling know where you're you, going. I, don't act like you don't agree. <laughs> I tried to act like I didn't for a while, but I've just succumbed you to just, it. So. You couldn't help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh yeah. So um, we talked about uh, so anyway. We've got uh, they play they play Cal. Mm-hmm. California, which they do. Is, I don't know a lot about college basketball in the ladies' department, but uh, I like Louisville to win this one. I think they can can sneak past. I, I really do. I think they're they're not getting they're not sneaking past anybody now as a five seed. No. That's for sure. So um, uh, we got to so he's not. We're, I think that Louisville advances, and then we have Notre Dame and who, who else was in Connecticut? There? Notre, yeah, Notre Dame and Connecticut, three Big East teams in the Final Four, representing because they also are in the last year, of course. Of the Big East contract, yes. so um, we we have a so that that's interesting. But I think Notre Dame is going to win this game. I think uh, you think they're going to win the oh, whole yeah. ball of wax. I, th- I think it's going to win. I think they're going to win everything. Yeah, I think so. Notre Dame is solid. Uh, Tyler Tyler, what's the girl's name? She's a oh, I forget her last name. She's a bad bad bad. She's awesome. But I think Notre Dame gets past Connecticut. Connecticut's not that good as good this year as they've been in the past. They've they're a little down this year. For them, yes, but I still in the Final Four, of course. And uh, Gino's always got them playing well, but I, I just don't think they're as strong as the the Huskers, the Huskies have been in the past. So I think Notre Dame gets past that game, which sets up another. I think there's a potential for men and women's final game, championship game, to be Big East all the way around. Yes, because I think the Louisville women are going to go to the final game. So we have we have the Cardinals and the Notre Dame, a Fighting Irish in. The championship game, and again this time I'm siding the opposite direction of the Cardinals. I think you're going to go with Notre Dame. I think the Cardinals finish finish second over to. I think Notre Dame takes care of business. I'll take the Lady Cards. There you go. I love it. I love to disagree. It's a, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's I'll never, take the Lady Cards. They're so, coming in on a roll. They're playing amazing basketball, and and why not? He, and he, they, they, they're coached. They're coached well. That's that's all part of that coaching staff they've got there here in the the, the Louisville region. So. Um, I wanted to tell everybody that the the bats are back in town. We'll switch gears here a little bit, a little baseball talk since the the big leagues are starting, and we'll talk a little major league baseball here in a bit. Um, but the bats are playing, and the, they start out uh, this weekend. They're playing Toledo. They started last night, the first game, and then tonight they have six thirty five. They 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 first pitch is six thirty five, and then Saturday and Sunday the first pitch is at around two, both days. Uh, it's a real nice baseball stadium. If you have you been down there, right? Oh, it's bunches of times. I right. love it. You know, and they also got beer for cheap in that outfield there too. And I should, oh, in case you got to go down on a Thursday. You yeah, you've, you take you've advantage to, of that thirsty Thursday. Or if you're connected, you can go down any day of the week, and you can <laughs> you can get you can get what you want. You can get what you want. So. Uh, but yeah, so they they had a home stretch. It's kind of interesting because they've got a few big names that have been up in the bigs before and are are sort of playing in Triple A ball now. They've got Clay Hensley, this it's a pitcher, Mark Pryor from Cubs fame from the past, and then they have Armando Galarago, who's uh, infamous for the one one out away from the no hitter that the ump, the referee ump screwed up two years ago and screwed him out of his no hitter. So. Uh, but that's that's interesting. They got a real good a lot of home games this year on that schedule I was looking at. So bunches, uh, yeah. So take a look at that uh, bat schedule. Uh, you can find that at thebats.com or um, you know call down or you get the little handout schedules all over the place. But they're going to be playing all summer long. You can get to catch a baseball game, and you know it's not the big names, but it's still the same game. Still hear the bats crack, and you still got the cold beer. So uh, go in and check that out. So. We had to. We talked a little bit about Hyung Tong Kim in the national news section here. We've got. To, there's another interesting national news. This is actually uh, American and United States news. They have been finding uh, the Asian carp in the Great Lakes. 
a couple of these Asian carp, they've migrated somehow. It's just so funny that you're saying that because <laughs> I'm from upstate New York and it's been a huge concern of my parents. And that's all they've been talking no, about I, all week well, is the, about the, these Asian carp. I mean, there's a lot of industry that comes from those lakes. There's a lot of stuff that comes from those lakes for people. And these carp get in there and they just, they're like the, they're like the bully of the, of the pond. They're like the bully of the lake. And uh, they, they get in there and they ruin this, they, they ruin and are potentially going to, to ruin in a, uh, this, uh, un, uh, this, Seven million, seven billion, pardon me, seven billion dollar fishing industry, mm-hmm. and it threatens to to change that. So they're going to try to get that under, under wraps so those uh, those bad boys don't uh, don't do that, don't take over. So your parents are your parents are fired up about this. Oh my god, freaking it, out! I mean, it, my mom is like, I don't know what her story is. I mean, she's <laughs> I don't think she's ever went fishing in her whole life, even though we've begged her to, and now she is just a, a huge. She's totally on the wagon so, as far oh, as wow. getting rid of these Asian carp. Wow. So they're not, they're not fish. Your family's not fishermen, are they? They're not oh fisher- yeah. They always have been. She's been like the lone stand away wow. from that, but not anymore. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I guess she needed that Asian carp influx to get her on board. Well, um, if you, if there's ever problems, you can sort of, you can, you can check your mind in, uh, this, this mind crack riding dirty is actually sort of on that note in Texas this weekend, this week, I guess. Uh, the highway patrol officers, uh, they, they, they for them, there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop. Well, this was exactly that, the farthest thing from routine. They pull over this gas truck, you know, the gas cars or oil tankers, cars that you see. And upon further inspection, they realized that this thing was packed to the gills with 3.9 tons of marijuana. <laughs> oh, my. I wish I could have been at that truck stop and <laughs> boycotted or stole that, stole that. But this, this marijuana was valued at $3.4 million. $3.4 million. Can you imagine that much marijuana? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you would, you wouldn't be able to get much accomplished. I don't, don't suspect there'd be a lot of, there'd be a lot of lollygagging and, <laughs> and such. So. And a lot of snack breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I was just saying, I didn't bring any snacks over here today. I usually have snacks with me when I'm over here, but not today, so um, we have a. There's they're, they're playing a little golf, getting ready for the Masters, which is next week. Uh, you excited about the Masters? You you are you a you a big golf big golf gal? Uh, not so much. I mean, I enjoy watching it. I used to go to the driving range, but I mean, if if I had my choice of uh, sports, golf would probably be three or four on my list. Three or four. Well, that's well. Um, we just we kind of brief it here when, until the Masters. We'll do a little Monday. We'll do a Masters preview a little bit. Um, we have that's most of them are down in Texas right now. A lot of them are taking a break and they're actually already at the Masters or they're someplace else to prep for it. But they're underway at San Antonio. And after yesterday, the leaderboard has a lot of no names on it. Uh, you know, Padraig Harrington was at four to four under. You have uh, Matt Bettencourt. 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 He's at five under. Uh, Peter Thomason is at four, five under, and uh, Bryce Mulder and Billy Herschel are both at four under to start the the uh, Texas, or they call it the San Antonio, the TPC at San Antonio in San Antonio, Texas. Six point one million dollars is the purse on that one, so that's a little a little on the lighter side, but. Most of them are using it as a prep week for the Masters, which is the biggest of all the events. Sure, I can't blame them. I think I'd be in that boat too. Yes, and Tiger's playing good again. He's the three it's to taken one. Taken a while, but he's gotten back. He's gotten back. Well, you know, I've always said he needed to be having some of that that, that bump and bump and grind. He's uh, when he was cheating on his wife, he was playing the go- best golf of his life. Then he got caught, and then wasn't doing anything for a while, and he wasn't playing worth worth a crap. No. So I say get back to the 
get back doing to the bump, do, doing doing what you do best. Whatever, pretend like you're cheating on your wife. Whatever it takes. But he's with Lindsay, Lindsay Vaughn now, downhill skier. Correct. And they're uh, they're they're happily uh, wed, if you would, or in, engaged. I don't know what I don't know what the, what the relationships are anymore. But a lot of athleticism in that particular arrangement. So, but he's a three to one favorite to win the Masters already. Clear cut, three to one favorite. Yeah, he so should be. He sh- yeah, he should be. He should be for sure. He's, yeah, he deserves that. Um, and we'll we'll see what happens with that. It's uh, it always seems like someone some no name sneaks up in the Masters to make it interesting, um, whether they do this year or not. So, I have to put a moment to, a moment of the God out. We have a uh, the thumbs up guy. We'll call him the thumbs up or thumbs down guy. Uh, Roger Ebert, the movie critic, which I never really was real hip on his critiques along the way. Uh, He's been battling for cancer for years now, for as long as I can remember. And it's been he, a number of years. It's been a number of years, and he, he battled hard for several years. But at 70, uh, he finally lost the battle. So that's the moment with God with Roger Ebert. Um, he he was, I mean, that's a good gig right there. He had Roger, Sis, Siskel and Ebert. That was, oh, was sweet. Watch movies and critique them. That, I would that, love that job. Bacon, how would you do with that job, buddy? A little... That would be my next favorite job, other than sitting here listening to you all. Wow, wow, that's an un- unnecessary plug, but well, well thought. Wow, of. Thank you. So, so we're number one. That's pretty cool. Wow, it's it's all about that English muffin I, conversation. I didn't exactly say that. I just said you are ahead of it. Aha! Uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Um, and, and again, that's because of the English muffin and butter conversation that we had just a moment ago. That's usually where I get those compliments. So you literally buttered him up. I have before, but we're not going to talk about that on the air. So. All right. And another somber moment with God. Um, this, did you hear? I don't know if you heard about this, but in Georgia, this couple apparently was smoking crack rock or whatever they were doing inside, and the, a toddler slipped through the out, slipped outside through the the screen door and went back and, and got in with the dogs, and they had apparently a bunch of pit bulls in this in this cage, and these seven pit bulls maimed and bit and killed the, this little kid, and. I, it's just, it's just unthinkable. These people don't pay any attention to their kids, man. It's like you've got to focus on your children. and You can't let them slip outside, especially when you have pit bulls out there. Well, it's kind of interesting that you bring this up because actually about two weeks ago, I I don't know, it was kind of random. I came across an article about animal bites, mainly dog bites, and was reading some information about it. And there's a lot of – it's starting to become a really big deal. Insurance companies pay out billions of dollars for, for dog bite injuries. Oh, I'm telling you. Well, you know, it's – and a lot of states are now states or even municipalities are starting to pass laws about what happens with a dog bite. I mean, should a dog be executed for doing something like that? Well, they they will they will, but that you know it, it just depends on what happens. I just think it's it's parenting. It's well, I mean, well yeah, because I mean, technically it infants, is right. Is it the animal's fault? Yeah, if you have small infants, you shouldn't have you should not have pit bulls. Um, Especially when pit bulls are in a pack together, they're even more dangerous. Oh, and sure. If they're, if they're by themselves, they're not so bad. But anyway, this this has got me. This this somber talk's got me feeling like a little more sunshine. So I'm going to take a quick break here on 1450 The Sports Buzz on the Big Nasty Show. Uh, remember, if you're driving around in your car, just listen to 1450. It's my show. Every other show that's on the station's in the cut. So we're going to get off and pay some uh, bills here, and we'll come right back. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. Talk a little bit of Rutgers and Mike Rice, his uh, antics from the weekend, uh, and then we'll uh, we'll get you back to your uh, we'll get you to your weekend. So, right back with you here on fourteen fifty thesportsbuzz dot com.
Oh, the weekend usually starts around whenever, and I get up around nine. <laughs> uh, I can't say the rest of it because Axel likes to do a little cussing in that song, so we don't want to we don't want to introduce Miss Finch to the cussing that I've been reprimanded for doing at times. <laughs> no, no cussing. So uh, we were talking about we're getting ready to talk a little major league baseball. We talked about the bats being back in town. They got uh, Toledo to start their season off. Um, I want you to know this is the season for warm weather cold beer, liquor, alcohol, and if you need to get some of that stuff, you need to go to Beverage World on Taylorsville Road. It's 4041 Taylorsville Road. It's a 618-4051. They've got a drive through there. They've got all of your... drive through Oh, yeah. Because like, if, if I'm hanging out with my lady and she says, go get some liquor, you know what I mean? It's time to go. I don't have time to get out of my car, get my wallet out. I want to drive in and say, hey, give me this, give me that. Back in the car. I don't even have to get out of the car. Boom. Out of the, out you go. But it's it's right there on Taylorsville Road. It's right by the Goodwill. Stop in and see them. They'll take real good care of you there. Um, we got uh, we we didn't get to all the stuff we were going to get to, but we never get to the whole outline. We never have. We it's, I, I create outlines that just don't ever get get gotten <laughs> get gotten. So, but they're playing Major League Baseball in the big leagues. So, um, and our the Reds, the home team, so to speak, the closest team to us here in this area, Cincinnati. Is off to a two, two and one start. They had to, the Anaheim Angels were in town this weekend, and I'll tell you what the Reds pitching staff looked solid across the board. Solid. They've got good starting pitching. They decided that Aroldis Chapman is in fact going to be the closer, which I don't even know why they thought about that. You can bring bring Aroldis Chapman in. He throws ninety five mile an hour. He's got he's worked on another pitch too, which is interesting. So he's going to be mm, real. He needs another pitch. He's going to be tough. Uh, he, if he's if he can keep his control this year throughout the whole season and not do flips like he did that flip that time. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that. So, um, But anyway, the Reds are off to a good start. They've got a tough schedule the early part of their season, the early part of their schedule. Uh, it remains to be seen, but I, I tell you, I've got the Reds predicted to win. I predicted them to win it all this year. I think they could put all the pieces together. I'm going to be up there next week. On next two weeks from now, I'm going to be up there. We're going to go to uh, see the Phillies play, my, my hometown Phillies, and be in town. They're not playing real well, so – um, I'll tell you who is playing well in that division is the in the the East and at least is the Nationals. They're off to a three 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 zero start. They won all three games and they won all three handily too. So they've got a they've got a, a, an amazing pitching staff. The Nationals this year, uh, they have Gio Gonzalez and Steven Strasburg and Jordan Zimmerman. You um, Darvish the other night pulled a, a Galarraga. He was one out away, one out away from a no hitter, and they pull him. He had 13 strikeouts, which was a career high. He went nine innings and one out away, and they pull him because he he left a up up the middle base hit, and they pull him out of the out of the mix. I say leave him in, let him get the complete game shutout. I know the people that I play in my fantasy league that has him, uh, they they're not too happy they pulled him out because that's a huge. That was like 30 points. You know, I play the fantasy baseball, and uh, I love it. It's one of the best. It's one of my favorite times of the year between the horses and the baseball, trying to pick my spots. I can't beat it. So. Who's your baseball team, Miss Miss Finch? I'm a Yankees fan. Oh my God! Did you hear that, Bacon? I, you, no, I toned it out. Jeez, ah, Louise. Okay, that's gonna be. That, you guys that, are just jealous. That will conclude the show for today, folks. Oh my God, a Yankees fan in the house. I, I we didn't. You didn't tell me about this. You didn't tell me about that. So. We're gonna have to. We have to have a little. Well, it's not a secret. We're gonna have a little conversation about the Yankees that we've done. So you can yeah. try. The Yankees you can try. are not. The Yankees may not be good this year, but we'll uh, see. Uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens with them. They got more money than anybody, so they got more money than God, but they they may not 
get it done this year. So they're a little on the aged side. They're a little agey. Uh, Teixeira's banged up. Granderson's not back yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, a Rod's gone. I mean, basically, I don't know if he, is he. I don't even know if he's if he's going to play at all. Yeah, this but year. does that really matter? I don't know. <laughs> Jeter's the concern. Jeter's Jeter's back though, and, and the, the pitching. The captain. The pitching is the pitching is the true concern. Yes. Um, Pettit looked good last night. Pettit, Pettit pitched well yesterday. Uh, the rest of the rotation remains to be seen. So. Um, Clayton Kershaw was off to a good start. He pitched a he pitched a shutout and then had a home run. He hit a home run to win the game. It was they ended up winning four nothing, but he hit a one he hit the home run to go up one nothing to win the game, which is pretty impressive. Um, they're under they're underway in Major League Baseball, which is very exciting. You know, the, the, they're uh, a lot of places are having trouble selling the crowd uh, selling the they they were doing a, the afternoon drive was talking the other day and they were talking about the the Groupon. With the, the the Marlins, which we we mentioned it too, uh, they the Miami Marlins have heavily put they've put Groupons out to get people into the stadium, and these tickets are just I mean they're, they they can't give away these tickets, man. It's ridiculous. So. No, and the thing is, is it's not a it's not it's a horrible stadium by any means. It's I mean, a beautiful stadium. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful stadium, but it just they I, I don't know what the story is. It's just I don't know whether you can I don't know whether you can. Maybe maybe Miami can't support baseball. I don't know. They didn't. They, they just never have sold tickets, even when they were in the old Miami stadium. But uh, what's your? Uh, did you see this? Did you see Mike Rice from Rutgers? I'm sure you didn't see it. It's been all over. It's been all over the internet. It's been all over everything, you know. And I just my, that begs the question to me. It's like, what's the big deal? I said my mom used to do that to me when I'd scuff the the kitchen floor. You know what I mean? What's the what's the big deal? What gives? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd I would uh, I would I'd pee or poop my pants in the, in the mall when I was a kid, and and I'd get a thrashing way worse than that. Are you kidding me? As so a, you're as a kid. What are you talking about? That was last week, probably. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm so well mannered. That's why I'm such a well mannered individual. But I used to I used to drop a deuce in my in my drawers like once a week when we were growing when I was growing up, man. I loved it. I loved it. I loved that warm yet wet sensation. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. No, no one understands. That. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to. So anyway, he's gone. What's his assistant? What's his assistant coach's name? Rice's R- assistant R- coach? Rutgers coach, assistant, he's gone too. Pernetti? Yeah, Pernetti, he's gone too. They're That's both, the athletic director. Yes, he's They're AD. both gone. Everybody's gone. Well, they Not the president. But the thing is, they, they waited so long, and this is this is kind of an old hat. Everybody's been talking about this, but they wait so long, and now they do all these things. Same thing with Penn State. Penn State, much bigger infraction. I heard Perrin, I heard Perrin <laughs> talking bit. about Penn State the other day. I was going to call in when you guys were going on about that. I was going to – I've got my loyalties to Penn State, and that, that – uh, that mar- that marred all that everybody's opinion of Penn State. So, so they're gone. They're all gone. So, that's interesting. That's a coaching job there in the in the what is it the A the AS the new American Athletic Conference or whatever it's called. The Rutgers is a part of that, right? It's the uh, Big East. So. No, isn't Rutgers leaving and going to the Big Ten? That is correct. Rutgers is leaving, and going to Big Ten. Nice. Uh, so there there's some semblance of a Big East left. It's called the American Athletic. Conference that's going to be interesting next year. That Louisville will play in that conference, but Jurich is good enough. Right. Of a, he's enough of a, good enough of an AD that he'll get the, he'll get a good schedule lined up for those guys. More trouble in Auburn. Auburn's got NCAA violations again. Uh, f- former people ki- kids getting paid and and keeping people being kept out of trouble and passing by on grades and stuff like that. These Auburn Georgia man, they can't get it. They can't get it together. They can't get it together. So, but they're they're in trouble. They're in trouble again. So we'll see what happens. They should just. Teams that have multiple violations like this, they should just be done with them. They, should, they can't play NCAA sports anymore. So that's what I think. Death penalty, like SMU. That's, tell me real quick about what's going on in Arcadia with the Santa Anita Derby. They're doing the surveillance, the seventy-two. What, what's this all about? Seventy-two hour surveillance. Quarantines. 
Yeah. It's, What's involved with that? They take them to the, the to the, the holding barn. Is that how that works? It's the detention barn. Detention barn. That's uh, normally like New York used to do. New York. Yeah. Also a lot of all, all of them well. have done it at some point, depending right. on the racing. Oh, they just want them all in the same place so they can keep an eye on them and make sure that their vets are the only ones that have access. Right, and they've got to be there 72 hours in advance for the Santa Anita Derby because it's a $750,000 race. So. Correct. Some people are fired up about it. Hollendorfer or whatever, he's a— uh, Well, know. a lot of it's because they, you know, if they just kind of pulled this out of the woodwork and didn't really let the trainers know beforehand. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's all like you need a little heads a up, right? So, um, and it, it, yeah, so— it, I, there's a lot of trainers that will milkshake and cheat. I'm not saying we, we don't know any of them. The people that know us and are on our show, they don't do any of that. But there are there are there. If if you can get a hand, you'll you'll take it. That's well, all I I'm think saying. that's true of any business or industry or even just human nature. If you can yeah. get away with it, why not do it? Yeah. Well, I guess that's 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 the way that's the way the that's the way of the land. So right. No, I really shouldn't. <laughs> right. So anyway, there's a quick funny ride and dirty. We were talking about fishing earlier and up the Great Lakes. Yeah. This is funny. We got to, uh, the, there's an angler. <laughs> this guy, this guy was fishing, and he caught an angler, and he he, he felt that it, it was a, you know, he thought, oh, he thought they had big, big, big lunker on there. Well, here he brought them up, and they were cannibal fish. The one fish was eating the other one. He had half of the other fish consumed, so he had to pull them apart, and it was two full fish that he had caught. So he caught two fish with one. So that's a little bonus plan there too. So. Actually, it's really interesting that you say that too, because I just read this thing from Reuters about two months ago. And it had to do with lobsters up in the Gulf of Maine becoming cannibals. That's what, yeah, I saw that. I saw that yeah, little bit about that article. Yeah. We'll, have, we'll have to get we'll have to get that story for next time. Or, yeah. So a lot of stuff going on in these these parts. Remember, we got we got a ton of stuff going on. Wise Dan's coming back in Keeneland sometime this meet. They haven't picked the spot for him yet, but I think I know where he might be running. But we'll we'll talk about that a little later. Keeneland's underway. Baseball's underway. We've got. Uh, uh, next week on the show, on uh, um, we've got the, the the bluegrass next week. The bluegrass is on Saturday, and the um, Arkansas Derby is next week. Big prep races for the Derby. Huge. I've got Matt Carruthers coming on the show on Monday. We're going to chit-chat with him. He knows a thing or two about the horses. He's on 58 flat on TVG. Um, we've got the Reds have the Nationals that are 3-0 and coming in town for a three-game home streak, uh, home stretch, if you would. We have Michigan versus Syracuse in the late game on Saturday. We have, I think the Cardinals are playing too, in case you haven't heard. We've got the Cardinals. Who are they even playing? Oh, Wichita State. The Shockers. They, uh, we've got the Lady Cards playing California on Sunday, which is going to be interesting. So if you can't find something to do this weekend, then then you're just not cool. You're SOL. You're, you're not hip is what's happening. Yeah. So, um, so we got to wrap things up here a little bit. We want to remind you at all times. Most importantly. Oh, and, and hats off to Shaquille O'Neal for having his jersey retired and hanging in Lakerland. Backwards? Back, <laughs> yes. So That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love Shaquille. So we want you to remember that if you're driving around Louisville at any time, you can tune into 1450 AM in your car in Kentuckyana. That's a beautiful thing. There's plenty of programming on this station that to keep your ears deliciously seduced. Um, if you're in your car, anywhere in the country, on your smartphone or on your laptop, you can tune into 1450thesportsbuzz.com. I'd like to uh, remind you at all times to have your pets and your kids spayed and neutered. Uh, and remember, most importantly of all of this, keep it sexy, Louisville. And up next, we've got the afternoon drive with Trevor Kelsey and Perrin Johnson. They're going to take you to the 5 o'clock hour. And then I believe bacon Trevor Kelsey is going to jump in a car and take that deliciousness on a voyage down to Atlanta. Where are we going to be going broadcasting from on in Atlanta, my friend? 
We'll be down at 3365 Piedmont Road at Twin Peaks Sports Bar. It's uh, right over there, near, not far from the stadium, as I, I understand. If Card fans, if you're down there, go over and see them on the, the afternoon drive. And what else is going on there? We'll be down there from 2 to 4 uh, on Saturday. And hopefully, like I said, uh, willing the Cardinals get the victory on Saturday night, we'll be out there as well 3 to 6 on Monday. Yes, sir. We're going to wish everybody Cardinal and Orange, Orange Nation Orange Nation, the best of all worlds. So um, I'm heading out to Oxmoor Country Club to play golf because it's the best place in the area to play. Thanks for joining me here on the Big Nasty Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. We'll see you on Monday.